Welcome to NDTR Spotlight, the corner of the internet where NDTR shine. I'm your host, Mary Lorraine. Today, I have a challenge for all our NDTR listeners. I do not have an NDTR on the podcast. I don't have a registered dietitian on the podcast. Instead, I have Jantara. She is a nutritionist. So she doesn't have the traditional credentials. She's from London, so they have a different system out there. But she reached out and she wanted to be on the podcast. And I think And I was excited to see that she was interested and shared interest in being on this podcast. And there's definitely a stigma. NDTRs definitely know that if you're not a dietitian, people don't want to listen to you. And I don't want NDTRs to have that same stigma. So I wanted to open up this episode to talk to someone who is working in the field of nutrition. She's a weight loss expert. She's a nutritionist. She's a ketogenic wellness coach, and she specializes in imbalances of hormone and thyroid problems. So today, just give a listening ear. We're going to hear her story, hear what she's doing with her business and see how she's impacting women in London. Jintara, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yes, I'm I'm very excited to dive into your area of expertise. I love the niche you have with the ketogenic diet and then mapping that up with the hormone balance. It sounds very, very interesting. It gets my nutrition brain thinking, but I kind of want to start off with the the transition into the world of nutrition and the credential the title you have as nutritionist and ketogenic coach what was that process um, for getting yourself set up to be able to have enough knowledge that you feel comfortable coaching somebody else in nutrition yes oh a very good question it's for sure like I was I was interesting in nutrition basically all my life and since kind of I was struggling at some point in my life with my own weight. I was gaining the weight and it was, I couldn't, there was years ago and I couldn't kind of figure out why and how that affected. And back in the day, nobody was talking about nutrition that openly how they're talking today. And and then one was before Facebook, all the social media that existed. So it was quite difficult to get information, the only information you could get from the magazines and stuff like that. And I really kind of dived, wanted to dive in. And because it's just purely because that type of person I am, like when I need information, I need deep, I need everything. I want to know everything. And it's kind of like for me to get that information, I needed to study basically. And this is where I kind of started my journey. I started studying as a nutritionist coach. I started as a ketogenic wellness coach because I just purely wanted information to start with myself to understand everything better. And a few years later, I decided to kind of explore even more and help other people, other women especially. And it's just kind of like, when I started studying, it wasn't kind of the, my, basically my, my point, my, my destination, it was just purely for me. But then I saw how, how many other people struggling and how badly they struggling. And they felt like literally lost. They didn't know what they're doing, where to start. It's very overwhelming. And this is where I kind of shifted and I decided to start helping other people. Yeah, I love that you had that passion to figure out it for yourself, to see if it worked for yourself. And so with the nutrition ketogenic coach and the um, nutrition credential or a title that you hold in, in London, 
what um was it like a course online that you had to take how did you find the course yeah. to take to be able so to I, yeah. yeah so I was looking for our like searching for information like and everywhere I um because the questions I always had it like it's everywhere that approach it was um with the courses sort of like I need to it's not like easy sort of available information it's just basics available like when you're googling but for me I was more interesting into deeper go and I came up a few courses and I decided kind of to basically study go into the courses and uh, to see what's in there what you know it's just kind of my curiosity so yeah I basically got online yeah. course nice okay so I think this is where a lot of BTRs can learn from you because we have the credential we do the schooling but then getting out and coaching and finding clients and making it into something bigger than just the schooling or uh, a job where you need the credential, but building something on your own and finding those clients. What was that process of starting to coach, coach individuals who you said were kind of lost like you and not knowing what to do with the little bit of information that was really out there and easily accessible? Um, it's, you know, you starting building business. It's not easy. It takes time. It, and the end of the day, like, you know, when someone else buying something from you, you, you buy, you, I'm the product, basically, you know, I don't have a physical product to sell. It's I'm selling my services. I'm helping, you know, you know, th that's what, what I offer. And um, I started with the weight loss just purely because of my journey. And I saw like what they, other people were starting, you know, kind of going through and the comments they were making like in the on the Facebook groups and um, just generally whatever they were looking for help and I kind of felt really like for, I always take everything for granted just because I know I expect everyone else knows it and it's kind of for me it's like common sense you know and but it's not the case they don't know and for them it's a lot of confusing a lot of people think that they're eating health and which they actually they don't and this is where I kind of start you know uh, you know making a sort of comments and this is where the people started to reach out to me and yeah so basically that was kind of my journey it's just reaching out you know giving that sort of you know tips to people you know what how can they tweak it some situation you know the foods what is if some particular foods maybe the beneficial for them you know what is healthy what is not what is a good carbs what is a bad carbs and um, yes yeah, it's, it's a lot of you know giving us all a little bit some info to other people yeah it sounds like it's finding that line of like how much to give away for free and then how much do you need to be like okay now this is actually worth something I need to be compensated so I can actually step alongside and help you how did you find that line it's very difficult it is very difficult like <laughs> and I, I think I still struggle with that because I kind of that type of person that I would like to give it all you know and and when I start talking it's like I like to talk and it's hard to stop and it's like okay this is I need to and I could see like from the person's basically face it gets a little bit like not overwhelming but it kind of is because I could see there is like, you know, the face expression that, you know, that I'm giving now, is, there is a lot of information for that person is trying to catch it, everything, you know, and um, they obviously they didn't know about this, they didn't know about that. And this is like, and obviously it takes time and I'm like, 
okay, this is where I need to stop now because it gets a little bit overwhelming for a person, you know. And then obviously like they're getting to know me. And again, it's like, you know, am I the right fit for that person, you know? And whether that person is right fit for me as well, it works both ways. And yeah, so this is kind of, it's a challenging for sure. Yeah, it, sounds, it does sound like that tightrope of like finding that line and kind of figuring out the best situation. I like how you said if it's a right fit for you and for that person to really make sure that goals are being met and, and being reached. And so you're ex, so you started off with weight loss, but then there's this component of the ketogenic diet is kind of what you have on your website. And then also some thyroid and hormone imbalances. Yeah. So let's kind of dive into that. We're, I'm super curious in this audience nutritionist in DTR so we know some of the science so feel free to like get a little nerdy with us and kind of explain <laughs> how that comes together for your clients um well what it is it's a lot of like I love ketogenic diet and the reason I love it because it's very simple and it's the real foods that and it, it what it is it reminds me how I was eating basically when I was growing up what what kind of you know food my parents gave me how they fed me and it's you know we didn't have anything processed back in the day you know and everything was just natural and that's where you were getting it whereas these days you you get everything you know overrated you know like back in the day if you want to have a yogurt and with the berries you have a plain yogurt and you put fresh berries on the top of it now these days you have different type of yogurts and they different type of flavors and they load it with sugars. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whereas back in the day, we didn't have that. So you improvise it. Whereas, and this is where it's kind of people start struggling with the weight gain. And the reason I chose ketogenic diet, because that would help me to control my weight. And then a few years later, I was diagnosed with the hypothyroidism. And then... Um, Obviously, as everyone knows, as a side, well, not everyone, some people know, as a side effect, you get a gain weight is one of the side mm-hmm. effects. And it's not easy. It's, for a healthy person to lose weight is quite difficult. And for a person with underlying health condition, it doesn't make any easier. It makes it harder. And this is where I found that, that the only way kind of helped me to control my weight and feel amazing. Because obviously weight gain is just one of the side of the effects is, you know, mm-hmm. you get so many of them and it's energy levels in the fatigue and, you know, the hair loss is so many of them. And I found that, that this diet, it helped me balance it out. It helped me balance even to get my, um, my blood test, my, my, all my, my hormones, my T4, my T3, and to get in the balance. Mm-hmm. And especially like, you know, with the hypothyroidism, like you get fatigues, you have no energy. And when I'm talking about no energy that you cannot even get out of the bed. Mm-hmm. And that kind of really helped me. There was, I had a, uh, I was suffering a little bit with the brain fog as well. Mm-hmm. I could not kind of concentrate. I was finding difficult with the concentration and memory, obviously, like you're reading and you just like, you read it and it's nothing's there. And I'm like, you're reading again. It's like, 
where am I? Like, you know, and it, that helped me tremendously. And this is where a lot of, I know for sure that a lot of people are very skeptical. And the reason about the ketogenic diet, when the reason is because on the social media, this keto diet been, has been taken completely out of the content. It's completely been promoted in such a bad way mm. that it's just, it's, I don't have even words to describe it. And this is where for me, when I came across, this is why I studied as well as a ketogenic wellness coach, because I was very curious because it's not easy to understand diet. It's not like, you know, just, it's not calorie deficit based. And it's not, if a person who's not even nutritionist, it's very difficult to heather, get the head around. And because obviously I want to know everything I studied. And, and it opened my eyes because what I saw it on the social media, what is out there and how they promote and how they advertising, what recipes is out there that every single recipe contains cheese and bacon. And I could not get my head around it. And how is that possible? And when I actually studied that ketogenic diet, it's completely different for what is out there. And you do need to know what you're doing. Because there is a possibility that, well, if you're going to eat all the cheese that is in the world and the bacon, you can, you know, go wrong way, you know, wrong direction. But can that lead you so you do need to know what you're doing and it can be extremely helpful especially you know for your health for your energy but yeah you need to know what you're doing yeah I the ketogenic definitely is is trending and I know in, in the dietetics world a lot of dietitians a lot of DTRs do not like it at all but there definitely is a lot of a lot of weight to it and importance to it and I the media I love that you mentioned how the media is like pushing is really getting the marketing and the food companies are getting behind it. And so they're making a lot of ketogenic processed foods. And so you have all these extra chemicals added in and it takes away from what you're saying, the heart of just the, that clean, simple eating. I do want to ask though, just for some clarification. So with the ketogenic diet, there is, I think because of the way it's marketed, there's a lot of different ways people define and people and way people follow it. And um, how it's it's educated on. And so some people are very strict. So there's the ketogenic diet that is more to treat seizures. And so it's very, very low carb and it's really keeping those ketones up. And so the carb, I, I'm blanking on the number, but it's an extremely low, like maybe 25 grams a day, something very yeah. low like that. Is that the definition of ketogenic diet that you are? This is, I, no, I'm doing quite flexible for myself. So it's to sustain on that is very difficult. It's very difficult. It's what I do is basically depends on of my goal. Like if I, when I started, obviously I was doing quite under, I was staying for like 20 grams of carbs to kind of give me to get into, obviously to get the ketones. And once, you know, once you reached your weight goal, you know, and it's fine, you know, it's very flexible. You don't, you don't have to be, you know, in the ketosis, I'm, you know, it's not always I'm in the ketosis. Most of the time I'm not in the ketosis because I'm all right. I'm happy with, you know, how I look, how I feel, who I am. And, but it helps me 
it gives me the clarity, the more how carbs, what sugar does to our body, what the glucose does and how much it gives me the, you know, the, the balance, how much I could take it, you know, basically how much I could have a carbohydrate and what type of carbohydrates. So, cause a lot of people think that, you know, carbohydrates is like, you know, just a pasta and potatoes and rice, you know, they don't, they're not aware that everything, you know, where is the carbs? And you, I'm always say you don't have to be in the ketosis, you know, you can be, you know, you can follow um, ketogenic diet, but your carb intake is quite high. You could be like a 50 grams or above 50, 60, it depends. Because obviously for some people it's quite hard, but obviously then you obviously, if you go in the high in the carbs, you're not gonna, you know, hit the keto, um, ketones. You're not gonna have, a, you know, in the ketosis, but it still affects. But it doesn't mean that you could have to start like buying keto this, keto that. It's not keto diet's not about replacing the things. It's about eating clean food. Yes, I love and, that you said that. Not about replacing the things. Yes, and this is goes out with any diet. Any diet out there, it's not about the replacing, you know, normal bre bread with a keto bread. It's still process, you know, it's not, you know, it's keto diet, it's about avoiding the process because being with the hypothyroidism, your diet is basically, as I say, is brutal, is vital. And because you have a hypothyroidism, you basically need to cut out processed food like as much as you can to basically do everything to cut out because processed foods affect your hormones and this is where it's already out of control so you need to keep everything in you know in balance so the eliminating you know processed food is a vital vital component yeah and so yeah it sounds i like that you have that flexibility because i think that's what is needed. I know when I am working with clients, we, we also kind of dive into, we call it low carb. It's a low, we follow, yeah. it's like a low carb, but it's very similar to yeah. what you're saying in that, in that realm. It's just a different way of kind of defining it. And so having them, our clients be metabolically fluid, being able to burn the ketones and then come out of it. And you, you're right. You have to really be mindful of the carbs that you're eating. Cause like you're saying that brain fog and the tiredness and the fatigue and all the sugar in the yogurt, it's really the sugar that's affecting insulin, which probably is, I haven't looked into the research for um, hyperthyroidism and the hormones and the sugar aspect of it, but it's so inflammatory. So it's really cool okay. to hear you having this really high standard for your clients of like no processed food. <laughs> and you're not just eating cheese and yeah. bacon on the ketogenic no. diet, yeah, you have those, but that's not it. <laughs> No, and, like, and this is a thing it goes yes i love a keto diet because over there i can eat the bacon i'm like uh-uh just because you can eat bacon and cheese it doesn't mean that you must eat bacon and cheese you know everything is in moderation you know yes. no matter whether you are even whether you are healthy or not it's you know as we getting older our metabolism it doesn't work the way it, it worked when we were in our 20s you know, so everything comes in, you know, in moderation, but just because the social media, they put such a misleading information and it just really makes me angry. And when I'm kind of strict to myself, like about my health, because I will do whatever I need to do, whatever it takes to optimize my health, 
my health as number one comes always. And if I need to eliminate processed food, I will eliminate processed food. I will have a treat now and then, obviously, as we are all humans, you know, that as I said, there is always, you know, birthdays, there is holidays, there is vacations, you know, it's a life, right? We live, but I always say, you know, it cannot be every day a Christmas day. Yeah. That's what, you know, and it's a lot of people because these days, every single day, everything is available. You go in a the supermarket and you get whatever you wanted all year round. And they just kind of, you know, oh, I fancy this. I feel it like that. And it's just like, oh, I don't, I, I eat healthy, but I don't lose weight for some reason. It doesn't work. And then you started like digging deep in that and it was like, that healthy is not that really healthy, you know, what you're thinking about it, you know? And yeah. so, yeah, I kind of a little bit, as you say, I'm strict to my clients, you know, you know, no processed food. That's it. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just take it away. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 this is probably selfish of me to say, but being in America and the United States more specifically, we definitely have a, a status quo of being very overweight, but it sounds like the same problems are happening across across the ocean yes. <laughs> which yes. is sad but I'm happy that there's people like you over there who are like wait a second like no because so it's a global like, issue absolutely it's a couple months ago uh, United Kingdom was basically like announced that is the fattiest country in the Europe wow and it was just a couple months ago so it is that kind of and when I, you know, when I teach my, or speak with my clients as well, when I, the, the reason I kind of go, I go hard on them is just purely because I wanted them to realize what, sugar, to, not just to realize, to, for them to feel physically what sugar does to their body. When mm -hmm. I start eliminating sort of like a processed foods and obviously like minimizing carb intake, they have, they get like wake up call. They, they get like, they, they feel obviously they like never felt like that before mm -hmm. and it's just actually it's a learning curve for them as well because they don't yeah. really they didn't realize like obviously I always preach read the labels you know and what to look for it's not just like you're reading labels what are you looking for you know what do I look for you know not all of them know and for all these hidden sugars in the in the food that you know you never thought like sugar consumes and at the same time companies changing their recipes their ingredients and whereas before some things didn't consume sugar now it does or there was maybe mm -hmm. less sugar now they increase the dose of the sugar so it's all of that and yeah so my kind of clients I'm kind of being strict to them but later on they kind of thank me and I'm like, look, you don't have to be so strict for the rest of your life, but you need yeah. to, you need, it's a learning curve. You need to understand where is it and what it does to you. So, you know, the difference, you can compare yourself while you were on the kind of eliminating sugar, how you felt, how you feel, like what it did to your basically, you know, mental, mentally, like your clarity, your, your weight, your energy. And when you were consuming all these foods that you thought they were healthy and how you felt, you know, that what back then. So it's like a two different people. So it makes, it gives them awareness. 
Yeah. I love that you're strict with them in the beginning. Cause that's when things change. And if you're not strict with clients in the beginning and they're like, well, everything there's, a, I guess I should say more. So there's a stigma of like everything in moderation. And that's, that's what they come in thinking. And they're like, well, I can have moderation. It's like, no, right now we're trying to clean out the system and get your body yes. reset. So you have to be strict now. Once you have that foundation of health, then like you said, you can increase the carbs. You can, and then coaching your way out of such a strict carb carbohydrate restriction is really important. So do you do, do that with your clients, like yeah. work through them? Cause I've seen a lot of times people are on the ketogenic diet, they get off it and they go with carbs with a vengeance and they just, they go back to how they were and they gain all that weight back. So how do you prevent that for your coaching clients? So you see, I always introduce them, I always explain them how, sort of to introduce like the carbs back in it but as you say like they're going raging on the carbs and this is another problem which actually it is is basically a relationship with your food mm -hmm. it's it's like is where do you stand because it's a lot of it's not just about being diet it's no point being like put you you know on a strict kind of diet and then, you know, you're going all back in from where you, from where you were before, back from the beginning, back to square one. And this is where basically purely like goes down to relationship with your food. What you basically, you know, are you emotional eater? Are you mm -hmm. stress eater? You know, can you say literally stop? Basically, if I give you a whole piece of a whole cake, and if I give you you know a, a small slice of cake and then put the rest of the, in the fridge can are you able to say now do you have self-control to that mm -hmm. and this is where it's mentally kind of sort of that piece comes in which i go through as well during the programs so i love that you have that kind of transition with with your clients and that mental component of the food of the emotional eating because that is definitely something you have to talk through and coach through and so with your clients, um, what success do you have with them? How do you keep them in the program? What's your design for, for um, getting them in? And like, how many weeks do you work with them? I'm sure our NDTR audience would be curious to know kind of that setup. It depends. So it's, again, as I always have a conversation with them first, whether we are, I'm a right fit for them and they are right fit for me. And I normally have a two programs, which one of them is a 28 days. And another one is a three months. 28 days is sort of for a person who kind of has already knowledge and he knows like or he or she knows what they're doing. It's kind of like the easy train that kind of person. They're determined and they're on the mission. So they literally, they do what, as you told them. Whereas, mm -hmm. you know, three months, it's for the very beginners for them is you know you need to kind of for them make them to understand get the for them to get their heads around and for those kind of people like they need accountability for them it takes longer and obviously you know three months program is a long and it's a longer but it is more you could see more process whereas a 28 day is more like not just for the fitness people but where they want to have that kind of an extra kick. Whereas what do I do? What do I do? And I was like, okay, let's come off the sugar. And then you're going to have that kick. And they notice, they see that, but they very, you know, mind focus. They, they got this, they got the goal. They see it and they go for it. Mm -hmm. Whereas, not everyone is like that. 
not everyone they need a lot of people you know maybe you know person obviously personalities are different you know and they need more support more accountability more you know hold a hand to explain them and you know everyone is busy you know someone's having like kids you know with the husbands or wives and you know life gets in the way so for them the longer you know program is much better it's more rewarding for them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that makes sense that's a good i love that you have that short and then that long term so then you can kind of get all the clientele um set up with that and so would you share, do you have any like insiders for the, our indie tier audience and people in this field on like how just to set that up and how to organize and be productive and successful in having your own coaching business as a nutritionist? You don't have to give away all your secrets. I mean, we just won. <laughs> oh, it's a, you know, oh my God, it's, it's like one, you just need to be organized, I think. Mm you know, you need to be organized. You need to know it's, it's, you know, starting business is not easy. It's, it's, you know, overwhelming for sure. And you need to do your research and always, as I always say, do what you love, do, you know, where is your, where is your passion? Where is it stands? You know, it's not just never do just cause just for the money. Never, never do that. Cause it just, you know, you will run out you will burn out, you know, and um, you need to just do purely what, what you love and do from your heart. Organize and have the passion for it. Those, those are good, good, two good takeaways. And I feel like people in nutrition usually have a really strong passion for it because the money doesn't just come out, come out this guy. You do have to work for it and know your stuff, like you're saying, and then have those coaching skills to be able to get a client to work through with you and, and see see progress happening yeah for sure it sounds like you are doing some really great things out there in london and really helping clients so i really appreciate your time coming and sharing with us and it's really cool hearing how you are you know cutting down sugar and and helping people all over london and so how can people if if other ndtrs or other people listening to the podcast want to get in contact with you maybe pick your brain a little bit more or just see a little bit more about what you're doing how can they find you online so I do have a website, which is www.ketogenic-wellness.com, or they can reach me directly by emailing me, which is hello at ketogenic-wellness.com. And yeah, so book, send me, drop me an email and I will get back to you. Perfect. Well, Jantara, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being willing to share what you're doing with, with this podcast and our audience and yeah, well, definitely I'll be following you and seeing what, what you're doing online and stuff. <laughs> anything else? Yeah, anything else do you want to share before we, we close out? Um, No, for the people who like needs a nutritionist or whatever, like trying to get their heads around, I always say, make a peace with your food. Yeah, that's good. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening to that podcast. If you're into the ketogenic diet or more so a low carb diet, love to hear your thoughts on it. I definitely think it's super big right now because there's really cool, fast emerging things that are happening health wise for clients and, and DTRs 
dietitians and nutritionists who are coaching and educating and counseling on kind of that way of eating. And so give this video a like, give the podcast a like. We'd love to hear a review. And of course, we have our merchandise that you can totally check out. I'll leave a link or you can find it in the show notes if you're listening to this on the podcast. Appreciate your support. Appreciate your listening ears. And hopefully you guys enjoy being DTLers because we're spotlighting them, even though this one wasn't necessarily a spotlight. But it's about the field. It's about the field of nutrition. We're just one big happy family. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next podcast.